This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, there is some new research out, and it takes a look at the effects antidepressants might have during pregnancy and some very interesting findings in these two studies. Joining us to talk more about them is Timothy Oberlander, developmental pediatrician at the University of British Columbia here in Vancouver. Uh, Dr. Oberlander, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Good morning. Uh, what did the studies look at as far as uh, pregnant women who uh, have taken antidepressants during pregnancy? These two new studies this week uh, showed uh, answers to a, a fascinating question, which has um, uh, attracted a significant amount of um, both scientific and public attention, and that is, is there an association between use of an antidepressant during pregnancy and risk for autism in um, children of mothers who were depressed uh, while they were pregnant. And what, what did they find? And these two studies reported that, the, uh, that there was um, very little effect uh, on the risk for autism in uh, children of mothers who had used uh, antidepressants. And the risk was mostly due to uh, other factors probably related to genetics or uh, depression itself um, that probably pre-existed uh, the pregnancy. And how prevalent is it uh, for, for pregnant women to, to experience depression to the point of getting medication? Somewhere between uh, 15 and 20 percent of women experience uh, depression during pregnancy that brings them into uh, care of a physician or midwife or um, someone, a professional caring for them. And probably somewhere between Eight and maybe thirteen percent, depending on the study you look at, uh, women are treated with an antidepressant during pregnancy. And and why the link then between or the concerns that antidepressants might lead to autism and and not other things, or or are there concerns as well? Is it is it concerns about birth defects or other problems as well? If a, a, a fetus is exposed to antidepressants, yeah, this has been a, a fairly um, urgent question, probably for the last. Uh, eight years or so, where a number of studies have reported an increased risk of autism spectrum disorder in uh, children of mothers who were depressed and, and treated with antidepressant during pregnancy. And but the science has been um, somewhat uh, mixed, both because the results uh, vary greatly from one study to another, and uh, the methods that were used to um, uh, study outcomes have varied. These two studies that came out this week um, show some difference in outcome, and they used two uh, really important methodologic advances, which previous studies have tried to look at but have, um, have not done as well as, as these two studies. And those two advances are uh, that they used um, sibling matches. where They looked at, at uh, children who were born to the same mother who had not used a uh, antidepressant in the pregnancy, and they match the outcome and the risk for for autism in those between those two children. And the other study from the group in Ontario used a statistical approach to look at a whole group of other factors which might have led to um, uh, an increased risk. And uh, those two approaches were, uh, in that sense, um, quite uh, quite innovative and. Um, now I think have established uh, a basis for how future studies can go forward and look at this question. 
Uh, and in the case of the mothers who used antidepressants in one pregnancy and not the other, uh, is that because the genetics would be the same? And so if there, the, if the risks stay the same, then it, it would point that antidepressants don't really play a role? Absolutely. And, and uh, they, that type of approach using sibling matches also helps look at shared environment because presumably children would be growing up in the same household and uh, sharing the same environment, which we, which we know might, um, might also have an impact on, on development. Uh, so I guess the, the question then would be in, in cases like that where one sibling does have autism and the other doesn't, uh, the, the big question would be then what causes it? Absolutely. And I think in that sense, it allows us to go back to look at um, what's the relationship between autism and uh, genetics and depression. And we know that there's a, a certain amount of shared uh, common genetic um, basis for both uh, conditions. And um, I think that in this sense, uh, these studies allow us to focus on environment and genetics rather than on uh, the impact of the drug per se. In, in this sense, what we're looking at is SSRIs as sort of a hitchhiker uh, in the context of these other factors, namely genetics and, uh, and the environment. Uh, would it, does it give women, do you think, peace of mind if you, if you are a pregnant woman with depression that it, that it is okay to seek treatment? Absolutely. I think that the, the message from these two studies is that uh, we need to focus on treatment of depression with whatever resources we have available. We know that uh, depression by itself has uh, developmental impact, uh, poor fetal growth, preterm birth, and long-term developmental uh, and behavioral outcomes that um, that should remind us that children of, of uh, depressed mothers remain at risk and that we should be using all treatments possible. Remember that non-treatment is never an option. And that it would, could even be doing more harm if a mother thinks she's protecting her child by not seeking treatment. Absolutely. Uh, we should be using everything we can, whether it's uh, pharmacologic, treatment, if, if it does work for some women, it, it does. Uh, but we should also be seeking uh, non-pharmacologic approaches uh, that we know have um, increasing benefit in certainly in non-pregnant populations as well. All right. Uh, Dr. Oberlander, we'll have to leave it there, but thank you so much for joining us this morning. Grateful for the opportunity to talk about this. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.